Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. And good morning, everyone. Hour two, morning drive. Goodman Hurdle. You can watch us on MileHighSports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. In the meantime, I want to tell you about Rocky Mountain Eurosport in Denver and Parker. I can tell you firsthand it's an intimate buying experience. It's almost like a concierge service. They always have somebody working with you. It's a couple of different people. They treat you like you are the only person in the room. That is a big deal when you're buying a car. So whether you want a foreign car, domestic car, maybe a luxury ride, they definitely have the inventory. Go check out their inventory on rmurosport.com. They also service all makes and models. They have great finance options. Go check them out. Go for a test drive today in Denver or in Parker, or check them out again on rmurosport.com. Time now for the lead. The lead is presented by Smoke and Dave's Barbecue and Brew, Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Get some tonight in Denver, Longmont, Lyons, and Estes Park. Bills head coach Sean McDermott says that many of the Bills starters will play, quote, a healthy amount on Saturday, and it's a morning game out here, one o'clock game out there. Josh Allen will play in this game. Ken Dorsey, who used to be the quarterback's coach, is now the offensive coordinator now that Brian Dayball is gone. Um, I don't know if Von Miller is going to play, but if he does, it'll be the first time he's playing against his former team. We know what the Broncos did against the Dallas Cowboys. It was the twos against the twos in theory, the threes against the threes. Baron Browning could certainly make a name for himself if he gets after Josh Allen, don't you think? I like this. Because we don't care who wins. Right. Can we agree with that? Yep. So I like the fact that you're going to have essentially twos and threes playing against a lot of ones. To me, that sharpens a, a skill set. Well, I mean, maybe not just directly in that moment. But I think that you like that kind of challenge if you are the ones doing the evaluating. How much better can it get? than having twos, maybe not threes as much, but having twos, because twos are guys that are going to play. That's your depth, right? That's where you develop your depth. So uh, it's a good opportunity, I think, for the Broncos going into a game that they realize they probably aren't going to win. They're six-point underdogs this morning on the board. So um, no big deal. To your point, depth is important. Mm -hmm. A lot of these guys are going to, probably find their way on the field because of injury or sub packages or whatever. We know what Baron Browning did. Yeah. Now let's see him do it against a starting tackle in the league. Let's see how he gets around that guy. Can he chase down a Josh Allen? Let's look at a Michael Ojemudie, right? He's battling to be one of the top corners outside the top three guys that they currently have in Sertan, Darby, and uh, Williams. So saying Bassey's going to be out there as well. If Stephon Diggs plays, how is Ojemudia or Bassey going to fare against Diggs? Because that could be a situation going up against a top-wide receiver sometime this season. No question about it. And so I like the fact that they get an early answer to that question. Now, I will say this about Baron Browning. Don't think I need to see him on special teams. 
don't think I need to see him playing into the fourth quarter. Right. I kind of know what I've got with Baron Browning. I think we understand that this is a guy for them. Um, so, yeah, get him out there. Let him play a little bit. See what happens, but get him out and then and then go on from there because you're still to, trying to develop other guys at that position. As I well. want to bring up something that was said at Tuesday's press conference with DJ Jones. He was asked, while the NFL is a business, how much fun is he having compared to playing under another young coach like Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco? He said, well, he's having a lot of fun here as opposed to it being pretty much all business with the 49ers. So I followed up by asking, how much can that translate into wins, having fun? And he said very simply and very succinctly, it is all about trust. Do you believe that having more fun and trust can translate into more wins? I don't know about having more fun. If having more fun leads to trust and it's real trust between two consenting adults, as it were, then I'm good with it. I think trust is a big, big factor. Don't know about all the fun. Um, There is a lighter atmosphere around the Broncos without question, but they work. If you like coming to work, which we'll use the word fun, Mm -hmm. there's a great saying that I picked up decades and decades ago. If work was fun, they'd call it fun. (laughs) Right. But, But with that, but with that, if you like coming to work because you are having fun, you're probably going to get in good work. I'm imagine. not suggesting having fun means, you know, playing dodgeball. Right. Or Xbox. I'm not suggesting that. But if it is fun studying film with your teammates, if it is fun being in the weight room, challenging one of your teammates to see who can bench more, who, who could do more reps, that, that leads to winning. And I think inherently it does lead to trust as well. I think trust is the key. And any way that you arrive at trust, when you're talking about 53 players and a coaching staff of 15, 18, whatever it is, that's a lot of moving pieces. The more trust and the more accountability do you have to one another, to me, only helps towards the goal of winning football games. When you look at the way this Broncos organization is currently constructed, and I understand it is all about money because you got to get your guaranteed money, those contracts, teams can get out of them. But when you look at the way this team starts at the top and then eventually trickles down, I will be curious to see how many free agents want to come here because, A, if the Walton Penner group is willing to invest in the infrastructure of this team, you know, um, when Mike Shanahan came here, he said to Pat Bolin, the way we do it in San Francisco under Eddie DeBartolo Jr. is every guy gets their own room on the road. The food is really, really good. It is top shelf stuff. You don't have guys eating, eating brown bag sandwiches following a practice. Bolin listened to Mike Shanahan because he came from one of the premier organizations in football. So if Penner and Walton put money into things, I mean, here, I'll give you a good example. Now, this is before Walton Penner Group took over. The media room at Dove Valley, 
that used to be the media room at Dove Valley is now a game room yeah. at Dove Valley. Yep. I'm sure other teams have that as well. But now let now let's trickle down because if you know the owner has a lot of money, at least you're thinking he's going to be spending money to make it, for lack of a better phrase, more fun, more convenient, uh, more relaxing, and just a better environment. But now let's trickle all the way down to Nathaniel Hackett. With the way he conducts training camp, with the atmosphere that he has built of fun and trust, and basically having that menu every single day, you got to pick two off the menu. Are you going to do ART, a salt bath, a cold tub, a hot tub, yoga? and guys are having a good time, I think that lends itself to players saying, and they've all said this to you and me, Sure, we really like playing for Nathaniel Hackett, so I think this is a good long-term thing for the Broncos as well as short-term. And players talk. They, plop, yes, they talk they with do. one another. This is uh, These guys all see each other in the offseason. There's a lot of conversation, and it trickles down even further than that. Russell Wilson is a huge component to that. Um, equation, and of course, the ultimate component is winning football games. Right. While all of that is happening, if you and this is where you start to think about things in a really big way. Right. If you can check those are four boxes and four trickle downs from the ownership to head coaching to the quarterback to the ultimate results. Are you winning football games? You bring those things all in combination, you're going to be pretty relevant in a big way for a long time. And the answer to your question that started this segment, yes, that becomes a destination. It was a destination when Peyton was here. Right. But it was a destination before Peyton was here because right. of Pat Bowen. But And by the way, I leapfrog, not on purpose, George Peyton. So now let's talk about George Peyton on why people might want to come here to play. So we know the money the Walton Penner Group has and where are they going to spend it to make it more enjoyable to come to work, okay? And we talked about Hackett and the way he approaches practice and the way he loves to hug his players. Let's look at what George Payton did with Von Miller. He traded him to a Super Bowl contending team that won a Super Bowl and did right by him. By him. Yep. When you look at John Elway, I can promise you from guys who I talked to in that locker room, nobody, almost nobody in that locker room looked at John Elway and said, John Elway's doing right by me. I but think George Payton does. I think if we all if we take tie this back to the first segment or the first half of the show and go underrated, it might be George Payton. And I don't think he's really underrated to be honest. I think he's highly respected. He was before he came here, all the people I talked to. I mean, everybody. I mean, it was all it was universal. And what has happened to change that? It's been accentuated, if anything. His cred has grown tremendously, and it came in in a good place. He has proven himself over the course of two years. He has built a roster that is deep. Ask the Dallas Cowboys how deep that roster is. Right. Well, here I'll, I'll I'll put some off some perspective, and I'm sure there's one example. George Payton has now been here for two drafts mm -hmm. and going on two full seasons. Give me one bad move he's made. That well, you, he hasn't. That, that you could say, "Wow, that was a real head scratcher." He, I mean, he hasn't. Now, now he has set himself up with Randy Gregory. 
potentially. Boy, I'm telling you, man. No, I know. I I, I hear you, but I've had eyes on him the last two days. You got a man crush. There, right? I, a little bit. And I'm saying this right now, I'm proud of it. Because this dude is something else. And I'm going to say this in the most... I think you, I think, heterosexual but I think that you know me. I I am not prone to overstatement or to hyperbole. That's not what Sarah told me. Well, okay, that's just me talking myself up. That's his wife. Yeah, but here's the deal with Randy Gregory: long, lean, Mm -hmm. strong, and the quickness, the first step, Mm -hmm. literally sets you on your heels. So let me say this. You're right. He has set himself up, he being George Payton, with the Randy Gregory thing. Mm -hmm. This is the one that he's taken the biggest chance on. But when you watch him, and I've seen him for two days now, only once in a team group, and it was a jog through yesterday. Okay? I get it. I was a little bit kind of like, huh? About the move when it happened especially the amount of money the guy's getting, mm-hmm. but the upside that this guy has yeah. that he has not yet reached in his career, I agree. fair statement, mm-hmm. is stunning. Yeah, they're betting on the come with this Stunning. They're betting, on the, they're betting on the come with they this They are. Guy. However, for all of the gushing You're right. that you are doing, I agree. I'm going to equate this to going on a date. All right? So you, met, you meet a girl... Let's use, let's call her Sarah for the sake of argument. Okay. And she is everything that you want in a, in a woman, everything, right? Okay. And everything. That, and, and so is Randy Gregory, right? Mm-hmm. Everything you want. And you ask her out 10 times. And at the last minute, six times she calls you and cancels that date. That's Randy Gregory because he has missed more games than he has played. And a lot of that has been self-inflicted. No question. So at the end of the day, the ability that you were referring to is through the roof. But what's more important, ability or availability? Availability wins every single so, time. So you can fawn over Can't Sarah. Can't have the ability without being available. So you can fawn over Sarah all you want to. Sarah does not have a track record of keeping the date with you. I'm betting you're, on Randy Gregory. You're hanging your hat on. I the, am. You're hanging your hat on the four times you're she has gone out with you. Right. Instead of the six times she has blown you off. Yep. Now you're right. He got a shoulder surgery. Said it makes me feel great. I should have got this done two, three years ago. If he stays clean with the stuff that has happened off the field, I have no reason to believe he won't. If he stays healthy, then they have a player. But at the end of the day, for the amount of money that they gave him, it is a risk because the track record suggests he's not a good bet. But we know what the upside is. And we know the guy making the bet. Those are two things, the upside and the guy making the bet in George Payton. You're not always right. Nope, you're not. But he has been right so far. So it's a move that's calculated, a little dangerous, no question about it, but I am really intrigued. I'll tell you that much. Okay. Would you say real quick, and we got to hit a break, would you say Tim Conley's a really good evaluator of talent? Um, 
Generally, yes, but I don't like the way that he's paid people. I think uh, no, no, no. I'm talking about yes. strictly evaluating talent on a scale of one to ten. What would you give him for evaluating talent only? Forget about anything else. I'll give him an eight, eight and a half, eight and a half. Yeah, pretty good, right? More than pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Okay. Well, he's also the guy that drafted Donovan Mitchell for yes. somebody else. Right. He's also the guy that drafted Rudy Gobert for somebody else. So for as good as he is. He's made some mistakes. Yes. And eventually George will too. Let's just hope it's not Randy Gregory. Coming up after the break, the Broncos special teams, well, they've been a mess for years and years. After what we saw in the preseason, after what we saw and we have seen in training camp, are you starting to think maybe, just maybe, the Broncos special teams will be special? That's next. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, mylifesports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale, I'm the public. Go to rmfp.com. In the meantime, I want to tell you about Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar in Lakewood. Every game is a great, every game is a great game to watch there because every seat is a terrific seat in the house. Their menu is terrific. Love their happy hour. Best happy hour, not just in Lakewood, not just in Denver, not just in Colorado, but in the world. Now, that seems a bit of an overstatement, doesn't it? Wow. You, you, you like a good happy hour? I'm always happy, Eric. Okay. I'm happy. Tell me what you think of this every single day. Two for one, wine, well, and draft. Hmm. Three until seven every day. Sounds like a designated driver to me. It does. But do you know of anyone that does? No. Sunday through Saturday. Every day, two for one. Let me tell you something. You used to live in Lakewood. I hit them up. They're great. Say hello to Chad for me when you go there. Absolutely. And by the way, they just don't have like one or two pool tables. They have a pool hall. Yeah. 15 pool tables. It's a great place. It really is. Go check out Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar in Lakewood. It's got something for everyone. Time now for the buzz. The buzz is presented by Rocky Mountain Eurosport. Go for a test drive today in Denver or Parker because everyone deserves a luxury car buying experience. Or find them online at rmurosport.com. Bronco special teams has been a mess for a long time. Okay. Jano. Hot mess. If we had 22 Janos, we'd be all right. Brock Olivo. Right. We had Brock Olivo for one year. Right. And he he was a pistol. We're thinking, man, this guy's going to be great. Yeah, he was a great soundbite, wasn't he? Actually, Tom McMahon was a decent soundbite. Right. Just couldn't do his job. I think this team has brought in guys who are really good in special teams, specifically Mike Boone last year. They have Singleton, who's a terrific special teams guy. And and honestly, I think special teams is the most difficult coordinator position in football. And here's the reason why. Because you never know 
who's going to be lining up for you week to week because of injuries on offense and defense. I'll give you a good example. Josie Jewell, yep. I don't expect him to be playing special teams this year. Not after last year. Nope. So nope. He, was, he was one of your better special teams right. guys. You lost him. It's kind of like they moved up the charts, and now you got to find a way to fill his spot. With what you saw, and I know it's only one preseason game, what we have seen so far in training camp, specifically with Montrell Washington returning punts, he had an 18-yard return, a 27-yard return. Boy, that was a breath of fresh air. Oh, wasn't, wasn't it? it? Yeah, absolutely. A guy that can actually catch the ball and then do something with it. Right. Now, that's not taking anything away from Deontay Spencer, who did take one to the house. Yep. So, okay, that's fine. But you are right. It, a, a hot mess is maybe even an understatement. It's been worse than that. This has been a unit that has helped them to lose football games right. regularly in the last three years. If you believe the contention that most coaches have, that this game is all about field position, and you have a unit that can't deliver field position regardless, that's prime exhibit A. When we talk about punt returns, I'm going to put it in a different perspective for people. 18-yard punt return, 27-yard punt return. 18 yards, he just picked up two first downs. Yeah. 27 yards, he basically picked up three, three. first downs. Yeah, first down. it's huge. That, that, that's how big it is for the Broncos in Montreal, Washington so far. He looks like a guy who can hold on to the ball. And what's interesting is that the Broncos get ready to take on the Bills. Mm -hmm. Many moons ago, their punt returner was Isaiah McKenzie. And I tell you right now, they love Isaiah McKenzie up there. He is their starting slot receiver. He's going to be a big part of their offense. And I'm kind of wondering if the coaching was better in Denver when he was here, maybe they could have used him as a wide receiver and a punt returner. Although he had a difficult time holding onto the ball. He did. He did as a receiver and particularly as a kick returner. They had the vision for him, for Isaiah McKenzie. That's why they drafted him where they did. Yeah. They had the vision. They recognized what the guy could do, but they couldn't bring it out of him. I'll give you another thing about Isaiah McKenzie. Were you here when he was here? Yes. Okay. It is my understanding in Buffalo, he's a respected guy. Mm -hmm. Okay. When he was here, he was not respected. In the locker room, they made fun of him because of his voice, because he was small. Yeah. He was picked on. Well, I don't, I, okay. Well, you look, yeah. you, you look at the, when you're in that locker room, mm -hmm. guys talk to each other. Sure they do. And it seemed like guys just made fun of him, yeah. picked on him. He was everybody's little brother. I don't think he was done in a mean-spirited way. Well, he couldn't catch a punt. Right. I mean, you know. Well, they weren't making fun of him because he kept dropping the ball. Yeah, yeah. He was just like the, the little guy with the high-pitched voice that everybody just kind of needled. If he was catching punts and taking him to the crib... He wouldn't have been getting as much needling. Bingo. Coming up after the break, LeBron James has done something that no other athlete in professional sports history has accomplished. What is it? That's next. Can we pretend that airplanes in the night sky like shooting stars? I can really use a wish right now.
Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle. Presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, MileEyeSports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending. Presented by Silterhar Mazda. Get to Silterhar in Broomfield for a no-pressure buying experience at Silterhar Mazda. Or find them at sthmazda.com. Well, LeBron James has done it again. He's a pretty wealthy guy. has his own production company. Now he's making more money. He's agreed to a two-year $97.1 million maximum contract extension with the Lakers, putting him under contract for the next three years. James is now the highest paid player in sports history when it comes to average salary per season. Is he worth it? Is any player worth that? Are the Lakers paying him it? Exactly. That's all you need to know. They wouldn't do it if they couldn't. That's my opinion, right. plain and simple. At the end of the day, for a LeBron James or a Michael Jordan or a great athlete, there's a lot of residual. There, there's a lot of other people who benefit from that salary. Let, let, let's talk about, I don't know, uh, businesses in the community. They benefit with him being here. Television contracts. Uh, LeBron James is on your team. Well, that negotiation with that RSN, that regional sports network, that goes through the roof. He's absolutely worth it, not to mention it's your 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 arena is always going to be sold out. Not to say the Lakers aren't usually sold out anyway. And then of course the um the teams get a cut of merchandising. No question well. about it. All of it. Yeah. No brainer. So so it's more than just paying the salary with all the money that they're getting back. With that, which type of player is worth more to his team financially? Not necessarily the success on the field, because you can certainly make the argument that the most important position in any team sport is quarterback. You can make that argument because they have the ball in their hands every offensive snap. And generally speaking, when you look at teams that win the Super Bowl, it's usually won by a quarterback who is probably ticketed for the Hall of Fame. There are exceptions uh, where you have guys that would not be ticketed to the Hall of Fame. Jim McMahon with the Bears, that 85 Bears defense, not going into the Hall of Fame. Brad Johnson with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's not going into the Hall of Fame. Trent Dilfer, not going into the Hall of Fame. But those defenses were historic defenses. There's a difference between a great defense and a historic defense. So with that, which player is worth more to his team financially, not necessarily on the field success? A quarterback, a star basketball player, a star hockey player, or a star baseball player? I think basketball, for okay. me. Okay, and you know what? And and I'll I'll put it in this way, and I'll use actual players. Okay, Tom Brady, LeBron James, Connor McDavid, or Mike Trout. Who's worth more? I'm going to go with LeBron. I think LeBron has withstood the test of time. Internationally, he's a bigger star. Um, I, it's amazing to me, and I I don't want to sound like 
you know, oh, you get to go travel abroad. I choose to do that. This is something that's important in my life. So I do it a lot. Oh, you get to do that. No, I really don't. It's not oh, like that at all. That. No, it's really not. No, I choose to make that is a priority. That is a priority right. in our lives. But one of the fun things is to kind of notch, get a sense for um, American culture abroad, which I think we can all agree is a huge market, right. monstrous market. Stunning to me to see how much Los Angeles Lakers stuff you see abroad. I'll tell you something funny is that I took my daughter to San Francisco uh -huh. uh, for the last spring break. And we're waiting for a trolley and we're standing next to a couple of people and their accent to me or with the way they were talking, they seemed like they were from Italy and they okay. were. Italian. So we start talking. They said, where are you from? I said, Denver. He said, Oh, I love Nikola Jokic. And he started going through the entire Nuggets roster. Wow. I mean, literally. That's impressive. Piece by piece yeah. of the Nuggets roster. Now, I'll agree with you that it would be LeBron James. There's no question because it is a mass appeal. For starters, outside of soccer, the most popular sport in the world is basketball. No question. And that's why yeah. LeBron James wins now. I brought up Connor McDavid's name specifically mm -hmm. because in Canada, in Canada, Connor McDavid is a bigger deal in Canada than LeBron James is here in the United States. Let me let me just take that in for a moment. You are talking in Edmonton. Relative. Let me say. Let me rephrase in that. relative terms. Let me let me rephrase it. Connor McDavid is a bigger deal in Edmonton than LeBron James is in. Los Angeles. Oh, I would agree with that. That I, I would Austin agree Austin Matthews with. is a right. bigger deal in Toronto, right? Right. Yeah. Or if you had a star player for the Canadiens. But, and there isn't really one. Point is, is that I agree with you for what we talked about just a couple of minutes ago. Bigger television contracts. I remember when Michael Jordan was making all that money. I covered the Bulls, but not with Jordan. And... The amount of money the local affiliate could make, oh, meaning an RSN, you could charge whatever you want to sure. because everybody was watching. And oh, by the way, those advertising rates through the roof. And because the advertising rates are through the roof and the teams know it, they can charge more to carry the product. Bingo. And in football, if those that want to argue football, there is no local no. affiliate. No. It's all national. National. Yeah, absolutely. So give me LeBron. For that argument, for a while anyway, right. until further notice, I think it's remarkable that a player at his age can still command that kind of that kind that kind of contract. I still think he's a top five player. Oh, no in the question. I think he's still a top five player in the world. Well, I would, well, okay. Which means the league, basically, right? right? I mean, there, yeah. there are certain guys like I would take Giannis over him right now. Yep. Uh, because of age, you know what? Giannis is the only guy I'd take over. That's it. That's it. Maybe Luca. Nope. No, because of age. Yes. Yes. Because, but, but oh yeah, yeah. I'm if, talking about in the here and the now. If you have one, not in the there and the. If then, you have one no. game to win no, tomorrow, right. who are you no, picking? No, no. Luca or LeBron? LeBron, I would take all day. Yeah. I would take him over Jokic. So much I hate to say it because I know that we're here in Denver. Giannis is is a terrific defensive player too, and 
LeBron was a great defensive player back in the day. He's still very good. Oh, yeah. But Giannis is the best player in the world. But but if I had one game to win, I'd want LeBron on my team. I think I wish Giannis's mid-range game was developed just a little bit more for me. But you, you should talk to him about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think uh don't think he'll worry about that. What do we much. have coming up on Argonaut <laughs> Wine and Liquor, just in case you missed it? Uh, the Rockies are looking to end their St. Louis sorrows in the final game of a tri- of a three-header in St. Louis today. And there was a scuffle yesterday between two teams in a joint scrimmage that left some an unexpected person injured. That and much more coming up on Morning Huddle, a Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle. <laughs> Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Brewfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us. MileEyeSports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for a wholesale lumber to the public for your next project, whether it's a deck or a fence or anything like that, go with Rocky Mountain Forest Products, RMFP.com. I told you in the last hour about my guy, Dan McKenzie at McKenzie Law. He is as good as it gets. He did my estate plan as well as my wife's estate plan, our will, our living will. He took care of everything. And honestly, once it was done, I felt such a sense of relief because I knew I was in great hands and I knew everything was buttoned up. If God forbid something happens to me now, Bruce, you and I have done the show for less than a week now. By next week, you might think to yourself, well, Hopefully something does happen to you. We'll see how that all works. Out. I, I I don't think that I'm I don't I, I think don't, I'm there yet. Listen, I don't I don't want I don't want to get too cocky or conceited <laughs> about it. I'm just you know I'm just putting it out there. Dan, how are you, my friend? Very good. How are you? Good. Uh, there's a reason why Bruce and I would need an estate plan. We would need a living will. We are both older guys. I'm sure there are some single guys out there, single women who are 24 who are just starting their careers and thinking. Why in the world do I need to talk to Dan McKenzie? Why should they talk to you? Yeah, sometimes those are actually uh, harder situations uh, to deal with if things come up. And I think the big misconception really is that estate planning is about, uh, you know, determining who gets my stuff when I pass away. And certainly that is one component of it. But actually, um, at at a higher level, estate planning is about just making sure that if anything comes up where you can't do stuff that you need to do, it could be you're traveling, you know, it could be that you are in the hospital, it could be that you have passed away. I mean, there's all kinds of things that come up uh, where you just uh, need a check signed or need the IRS contacted or something like that, and you can't do it. And so that's really what estate planning is about. So, you know, there are, there are wills out there for people to say who, who should get their stuff, but uh, there's powers of attorney, you mentioned the living will, like there's medical decisions, and for those people who are 24, and single especially, they really don't have anyone. I mean, the hospital is not going to assume anymore or let your parents speak for you, right? I mean, uh, they're not going to talk to your siblings necessarily unless they're real sure because obviously, unfortunately, 
Some people don't get along with their parents, don't have speaking relationships with their siblings. Like, they're not the people they would want. And the hospital, you know, might be real nervous about taking instructions from someone when they're not sure. Okay, so you are so good at checking in once a year to see if anything has changed. As a matter of fact, you checked in with Mandy and I right before we got married. We knew we were going to reach out to you. Love the fact that you reached out to us. Why is it so important for you to check in every year, period? I, you know, it's one of those things that I think people kind of feel like it's uh, a lot of people come in and say this has been on the to-do list forever, and then they do it, and then at the end of the process they tell us, okay, thank God it's done. And then we always kind of gently tell people, like, look, it's not done, right? I mean, this is your life is going to continue to change. You're going to have different relationships, you know, years from now than you do today. Um, you're, you're, you might move your money to a different bank. You might buy a different piece of real estate. Um, so things keep evolving, and all of that affects all this. And uh, God willing, you know, you are going to have some updates to make. You don't want to you don't want to make an estate plan when you're 24 that still works when you're 70. But uh, uh, there should be some evolution over the course of your life. <laughs> About you should be in a different financial situation, right? You should have different relationships. So all that stuff is changing, and your documents need to update to reflect that. And so we just want to be very proactive about reminding people that that is important. Have you had breakfast this morning? Yes. Are you still hungry, kind of? <laughs> I'm always hungry. Yeah, I can always eat. Okay, I'll see you in about an hour. You know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone's here today. So we oh, got, perfect. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> yep, yep. So yes. All right. All right. I'll see you in an hour. By the way, how do people get a hold of you? Uh, they can go to our website, themckenziefirm.com. They can call us at 303-578-2745. Dan, I'll see you in about an hour, my friend. Thanks. All right. See you soon. All right. Late. Time now for the final word. The final word. Is presented by the McKenzie Law Firm. Don't wait before it's too late. Protect your family by setting up a will, living will, or estate plan with Dan McKenzie at themckenziefirm.com. <laughs> Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to mountainhighappliance.com. Just in case you missed it, last night the Rockies dropped a game to the St. Louis Cardinals in the St. Louis 5-1. Now on a four-game losing streak on the season. Losers of their last 11 games in St. Louis against the Cardinals. They look to... Write their, wo- write their woes against the Cardinals today. Antonio Sensatella versus Adam Wainwright. At 11.15, is this the game where the Rockies finally get off the schneid, or do they continue the slide? I can't take you seriously with a question like that. The fact that you're wearing a St. Louis yeah, Cardinals really? hat, all you're doing is looking to pile on the Rockies because <laughs> your, your Cardinals are looking for a playoff spot. That's right. You, you were all excited to ask this question. Yeah. I'm not going to even dignify that with a response. And I'm wearing a Colorado Rockies overshirt. What is wrong with you? Come Nolan? on, let's go. Come on. There is a lot wrong with me, but we <laughs> have five hours to start scratching that surface. there's not as much wrong with you nolan as there is with the colorado rockies i'll That's tell you right. that you are not wrong there. all right my friend just in case you missed it yesterday there was a bit of a scuffle between chris mccaffrey and one of the patriots young players which got a fan injured is this a bad look for the league uh for a league hmm. that really doesn't put much actual effort into protecting its fans uh, you know what? Any any time that you're going to get two teams, uh, Eric and I saw it last week with the 
Denver defense, and the Dallas offense. Seven times they got into it. Now, fans weren't around and things like that. Obviously, you don't want to see anything happen when fans are involved. But these are the types of things that are going to happen. They are inevitable when you get two teams that are getting together for these little practices. By the way, this was not the first fracas at that practice. Right. It was happening over and over and over again. So much, in fact, Robert Kraft came onto the field. I didn't see that. Came onto the field, and I believe he was right near Belichick. Now, as far as fans getting hurt, I think the only way that you can make sure that doesn't happen is make sure the fans are further away right. from the play of field. That is on each individual team on where they put their fans at training. Uh, just in case you missed it, New York Mets called up one of their young stars in the making, Brett Beatty, and he proceeded to yesterday hit a home run in his first at-bats, which uh, the cameras caught a very viral reaction of his parents and family members just hooting and hollering. Uh, and, you know, in the case of the Mets, they've been in a curse for as long as I've been alive, if not longer. Uh, now under new ownership, new team. Uh, is this the finally the year that the Mets finally Wait a minute. Break when were you curse? born? Yeah, was, when were about, you born? I was about to say. 1990. They were, well, they, they okay, were, they all were, right. They were in the World Series against the Yankees well before that. Well, they were, they beat and they beat the Red Sox in, in 86, Buckner with the ball between his legs. No, no, notice, notice how the Cardinals fan is now <laughs> ripping the Mets, too. <laughs> I like it. Uh, the Mets are a the Mets are a contender. There's no question about it. The Mets are real, and uh, I don't care about the Mets as much as I do the Yankees, who are sucking right now. Because I'm a Red Sox fan. Are so, you? Oh yeah. Anytime the Yankees have any level of discomfort, I'm all about that. All about it. All right. That was Argonaut Wine and Liquor. <laughs> just in case you missed it, Argonaut always has great specials. If you love wine, 750 milliliter French wines are all 15% off. Argonaut, of course, delivers to the entire Denver metro area, and all deliveries over 100 bucks are free. Check them out on Colfax to see why Westward named them the best liquor store in Denver, five years running, or you can order online at ArgonautLiquor.com. Zach and Nolan, great job today. Nice job, guys. I know you're going to be watching that Cardinals-Rockies game today. <laughs> If I have time while I hear my work. Oh, I think you will be finding time. You're going to be like the guy who's in an NCAA office pool getting his work done while watching all the games on every single channel. Uh, Bruce, Gil keeps me busy. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce, great job today. I'll try and do better tomorrow. Make it the best possible night you can. Like a Mardi Gras. Everybody party all day. No work. All play. Okay. So we sip a little something. Leave the rest to spill. Me and Charlie at the bar running up a high bill. Nothing less than ill. When we dress to kill. Every time the ladies pass, they be like, how